Hello and welcome to the BG Podcast. My name is AJ Bingham, CEO of Bingham Group. We have with us returning guest, Selena Shia, the president of the Austin EMS Association. Welcome back to the show, Selena. Thank you. Well, I know we've had a, a wild week with you, uh, just from the posts I've seen from your association and the things your members, you know, at least things you've talked about, your members have been, have been experiencing. But uh, I wanted to get, get you on the show to, to talk about what you've you know, seen with your eyes and maybe just give boy, a voice to what your members have been experiencing in serving Austin during this, uh, this crisis. Yeah, um, it's definitely completely unprecedented. And like, even as we're talking right now, I'm still coordinating stuff. Um, but yeah, I worked on Monday and, um, you know, what I experienced in the morning was a lot of people who, um, uh, rely on power, um, for their medical needs. So for example, um, one person is on oxygen all the time and, um, our ambulance got stuck. And by the time we got to him, um, his oxygen was at half the levels that it should be. And we had a really hard time getting his oxygen levels back to where they should be. Um, and he was, he, he told me multiple times that he thought he was going to die. I'm glad we got him to the hospital safely. Um, and then we ran on a patient who, um, you know, has uh, terminal bone cancer and has been unable to get his medication refilled. So he was in horrible, pain. Um, and so we gave him some pain medication and took him to the hospital where he could, um, continue to re receive pain medication and hopefully enough to get him to his prescription. Then we ran somebody who, um, is on hospice and also on oxygen. And because the power's out, this patient also doesn't have oxygen. And so the only solution we had at the time, um, was to take him to the hospital um, and, you know, he might die at the hospital and the family wanted him to die at home with them. But because they lack the oxygen, it's not fair to let him die that way without oxygen gasping for breath. He deserves to die peacefully um, and comfortably and surrounded by loved ones. And um, because of this power outage, we were not able to get him that. Um, after that, uh, we ran multiple mental health calls. Um, and then after that, <laughs> I mean, it, it keeps going and going um, throughout the night. Something that we started experiencing is a lot of people are getting really desperate and um, they are trying to start indoor fires just for warmth. Um, a lot of people have small kids that, you know, just like can't really tolerate the cold. Um, unfortunately, starting indoor fires is extremely dangerous. And we've taken over 75 people to the hospital with carbon monoxide poisoning um, and some people have lost their lives because their house caught on fire because of the, um, indoor fires that they're trying to start. Um, our unsheltered folks, um, we all know that at least one person, and I guarantee you it's more than that, have frozen outside. Um, we've taken people to the hospital with the worst frostbite that I've ever seen. Um, one of our medics compared, um, the frostbite to Mickey Mouse hands, just white and bloated. Um, and basically what we're seeing is the, the edge of people's ability to um, survive without power. And that edge is different for a lot of people, but um, it's really coming. And um, we are, know what waves we're gonna start seeing, people that um, have not been able to get to dialysis because their clinics are closed or because they can't do home dialysis because they don't have power 
are going to start getting really, really sick. And the hospitals have said that they won't give them dialysis until they get really sick because they're so overwhelmed. Um, we are going to start seeing a lot of patients withdrawal from methadone. Um, the methadone clinics are um, closed right now. And so we're gonna start seeing a lot of withdrawal soon. Um, and uh, adding to that, um, of course, our, our ambulances are getting stuck. Um, we still have one ambulance that's stuck that just keeps getting hit over and over and we're unable to get it out because of the location it's at. Um, hospitals are losing power, losing water. And so um, they are completely overwhelmed and we're moving them to further away hospitals, which is prolonging response times. Um, so, I mean, it really is a humanitarian crisis at this point and so many people are going to die um, in this weather event. Uh, and for 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 the public, right? For folks who don't need to leave their homes, like what must, I mean, have you all had to pick up? I'm assuming beyond the emergency calls, you're getting every kind of call now. So for folks who who make you know, like, who are healthy, but maybe they got stuck on the road, um, just what would you, what would your message be to the public for those who don't need to be in the road, who don't need you know? I mean, there's obviously you know at this point, right? We have food call or food runs or water runs or it may be, but just if you absolutely don't have to be in the road. Like, what would you tell folks? You know, I, I, I think that there's this whole idea that there might be a lot of people acting unsafe. Yes, there are people walking on I-35. Please don't do that. Um, for the most part, I think people are acting responsibly. I think we're just really seeing the limit that people have to not having power or water or gas. Um, and so if you are, um, you know, I guess we still are seeing something. So um, we took a patient who was just jogging in the, just for exercise and exercise was really important too. So even in that case, but then they had an open fracture. Um, so I, I hate to tell people, I think people are doing the best that they can right now. And I hate to tell people, you know, nobody is at, on Sixth Street partying. I'll tell you that much. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I, I hope that people are reaching out to everybody they know in Austin and making sure they have what they need because you would not expect um, who does not have what they need. And so to me, um, it's not about not doing something, it's really about checking in with everybody you know um, and, and thinking really hard about what help you can provide. If you just get on, on Facebook or um, look online, there are so many places that are asking for money, volunteers, help, um, the Parmer Event Center, um, where they're operating one of the largest shelters, always needs volunteers. Um, the Children's Center uh, shelter in Mueller, um, they just had a water leak and th their kids need um, blankets. Um, Casa Marianella, um, they have a lot of people that are unsheltered right now um, and they need food. Um, RBJ building, um, they have a lot of elderly folks that have not had power since Monday. Um, and they need food. Um, there's a GoFundMe page for that. So everywhere around the corner, there are people that are trying to help um, and um, need help. And so I, I highly encourage people to get connected and do what they can. Um, I can't say it enough, but this is it. this is the the worst disaster that I've ever seen, and most people have ever seen. I mean, even with hurricanes. Um, you know, we've, we expect hurricanes. Sometimes we don't expect how bad the hurricanes can get on the coast, but, um, uh, you know, before two weeks ago, um, nobody saw this, uh, 
winter apocalypse come. Mm -hmm. And for, for folks who are interested in supporting or do, do, or supporting your members, right? Because I mean, again, obviously you're front, you're on the front line of this uh, rain, sleet, or snow, um, and but you're still human beings. And so you're running. I think I saw a post your association put out earlier in the week about the the volume of calls and then like the shifts you've been taking on are above and beyond anything that your members have done before, right? Story. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I um, our members are pulling 26, 28 hour shifts right now, and um, it's grueling. Um, even just driving is really hard right now in the snow. Um, and our communication medics, I went up there to go visit them to bring them food, and I they couldn't even talk to me for literally five seconds um, because they are just call after call, taking call after call after call, um, and so. Uh, you know, and, and the medics in the field and at COM, um, a lot of them didn't anticipate being at work for, you know, a week and staying every single day um, and either sleeping or working, sleeping or working. And that's what they're being asked to do right now. Um, and so we set up a GoFundMe or um, a donor box page. Um, you can find that on our um, Facebook and Instagram. Just look up Austin EMS Association. Um, we have been so blessed. We started um, this fundraiser um, a few two days ago, and so um, you know we have surpassed um, the amount of money we need. And now what we're doing is because that is a well-known um, fundraiser, we're turning that money around and giving it back to the community as well um, that have the greatest need that you know just started their fundraising efforts and haven't really been established. And it's so weird to say that our fundraiser has been established. It's only been around for two days. Um, but there are some other ones that just started today and needs are constantly popping up. Um, you know, a it's not like we're hunkered down for the weather to warm up. It's at any moment, somebody's pipes might burst. And if it's a children's shelter or if it's somebody that's how some place that's housing a lot of people, um, it just might happen at any time. So, you know, we're looking out for, um, those types of, um, fundraisers and when we see them and we know there's great need we're we're giving um but we will always accept donations to make sure our medics continue to be fed throughout this whole winter event and also um giving it right back to to other places that need it more um you know a lot of places have been very generous in donating meals and if we have more than enough we share with the firefighters um with the nurses um with the police officers so right now we're you know, anything we have, if we have um, uh, one iota more, we're, we're giving it right back. Um, but we really appreciate all the community support so far. Got it. Well, Selena, thank you and your, your members for all you've been doing to serve the community. And I'll let you back to just do that work and uh, be safe out there. Okay. Thank you so much.